The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should consider obtaining independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garam Pera columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Today we are having a chat with Mike Rosenstrike, Managing Director of Hexagon Energy Materials. Hexagon is trading at 4.9 cents under the code HXG and has a market capitalization of about $15 million. Up until November last year, Hexagon was known as Hexagon Resources. The name change to Hexagon Energy Materials was a clear marker that, that rather than setting out to become a simple quote-unquote graphite producer like so many others on the stock exchange, Hexagon wants to develop a value-added downstream supply business, one supplying rare earth materials and specialty graphite products to the EV and renewable energy storage revolution sweeping the world. Hexagon reckons it enables a fast track to establishing a cash flow generating business and I could add there that uh, one the Western world probably needs, given the reliance for those materials on China. Now, with that, I will uh, welcome Mike to the program. G'day, Mike. How's it going? Good morning, Barry. Going really well, thank you. That's good. Now, lots to uh, talk about with the company's downstream strategy and the building blocks you've put in place to achieve that ambition. But first, I, I thought it would be a good idea, Mike, if we could uh, get you to fill listeners in on your background before joining Hexagon. Okay, sure. Let me just pick up on one of the comments in your introduction, Fast Track to Cash Flow. I had the great pleasure of entertaining you at our site in Tasmania and uh, where we were mining copper, lead, zinc, silver, gold in concentrates and selling that ore. That We achieved those sales and that production within two years of floating a company called Bass Metals back in 2005. So this concept of fast tracking to cash flow is very much in my DNA. The thing that enables me or focuses those activities, I guess, is a, a background that's both technical and commercial. I had 13, 14 years working for a variety of both major and junior mining companies, principally focused on gold, companies like Homestake, Dominion, and then some juniors. And then I also spent six years on the dark side, working with a, a banking group called Rothschild, where we focused on providing resources, uh, finance to a whole variety of mine, mining companies, uh, all over the world. And I guess that mix of technical and commercial skills then brought me into the sphere of joining Don Boyer and Craig McGowan to float a company that uh, was called Bass Metals, which went on to have a five-year production history in Tasmania, uh, selling lead, zinc and copper gold concentrates, even reporting some profits through that period. A little while later in uh, 2017, some of the original shareholders in Bass Metals asked me if I'd like to get involved in Hexagon and the mandate was to commercialize a graphite deposit. And so through that, given that it's graphite, it's not a commodity material, we focused our work very much on looking at the downstream attributes of the material. In other words, what would people who want to buy a flake concentrate value in the technical aspects of this product? And uh, through that process, that has taken us um, into North America, specialist downstream processing, and we've really built up a very significant IP in downstream graphite transformation. 
and at the same time met the principles of uh, the company that we're going to talk about shortly in terms of their uh, specialist technology to separate rare earths. So to sort of round that out in terms of my background, this kind of specialist generalist, if you like, spanning technical aspects and uh, commercial aspects and uh, really focused on creating businesses and good teams to execute our business strategies. Mm, okay. I, I do remember fondly that trip down to uh, the Helio Mine back in 2005. I think we shared a, a couple of good reds and had a good chat that night. So We did. We did. Now, um, just before jumping into the specifics of the strategy, uh, I was wondering if you could give listeners just a, a quick broad overview of what you see as the opportunity in the rare earths and specialty graphite space. Okay, look, I'd like to focus on the rare earths, if, if I may, and that is that uh, I think the opportunity is that there's quite a lot of advanced shovel-ready projects and actually existing production of rare earths around the world outside of China. We're not focused on getting into upstream exploration and that sort of timeline or risk profile. Right. Just like we did for graphite, we look very carefully at the supply chain and we try to identify pinch points within that supply chain. And we identified in rare earths that the constraint is in, we call it the downstream, but technically it's the midstream, but let's just call it downstream. And it's that aspect where you take the rare earth mineral concentrate and separate it into a variety of high purity rare earth oxides. And those oxides are then purchased by people that manufacture metals and specifically magnets. So we want to be in the middle part of the supply chain, enabling existing producers to be able to capture extra value in their materials by doing their own separation. So, okay, Mike, um, if you could explain to us how Hexagon is positioning itself to be a player in the rare earth space and particularly the relationship you have with Innovation Metals Corp and its rapid SX separation technology and what that in practical terms might mean for an emerging producer. We met the IMC principals, particularly Dr. Gareth Hatch, early last year at PDAC. And uh, initially we got him to work with us on some of our graphite transformation work. Dr. Hatch is uh, a a PhD in advanced material science with specialties in both graphite and particularly in rare earths. And through the course of that relationship, we identified opportunities to collaborate and uh, ultimately form the transaction that we did um, between um, IMC and Hexagon. That, that transaction was announced in October of last year, whereby we have the right to acquire a 49% interest in what would be the joint venture vehicle. That joint venture vehicle, we will name American Innovation Metals. And that joint venture vehicle will be the commercialization of the rapid SX approach to separating rare earth um, elements into rare earth oxides. To um, earn our 49% share, we need to uh, fund the building of a commercial demonstration plant which will cost US $2 million. And then we will pay IMC an additional $4 million, but that, that money will come from cash flows that are generated by the joint venture. The 49.51% shareholding has raised a few questions, makes us sound like we're sort of you know um, in, in the background or passive. Mm-hmm. 
look, it's a really active um, joint venture and through a pretty typical sort of shareholder agreement, we have an equal say around the table on all the major decisions. And indeed, I'm, I'm sure later in this discussion, we'll talk about today's announcement with respect to um, a technical services agreement with an American company called Ucor. And I think that announcement demonstrates how this um, partnership with IMC is working in terms of us contributing marketing and commercial skills to complement uh, IMC's very serious technical capabilities. Now, with respect to RapidSX in terms of rare earth separation, what is it offering producers? At the moment, producers effectively have two choices. If you want to start up a rare earths project, at the moment, you're basically faced with the choice of selling a mineral concentrate into China and taking a 30 or more likely 50% hit on the basket value of the elements in the concentrate that you're selling. Mm -hmm. Or alternatively, to have a very major additional capital expenditure to build your own um, separation plant associated with your site. And neither of those are particularly appealing options, particularly you know, given how difficult it is to raise funds at present. What we offer that producer is the opportunity to put in a rapid SX separation plant with a significantly smaller capital cost because of the much reduced staging within the separation process. If I could perhaps just digress a little bit, if we, if we have a look at how a rare earth separated today, well, today they're separated predominantly in China and almost exclusively using a process called solvent extraction, which is a well-established um, metallurgical process mm -hmm. for taking metals out of dilute solutions. And in these conventional solvent extraction plants in China, there are dozens and dozens up to hundreds, 1,500 or so of these mixer settler units spinning and whizzing and bubbling and separating these rare earth elements into separate rare earth oxides. And that's why there's such a significant capital cost to have so many of these units over a large footprint, people, power, and very large volume of reagents. Now, RapidSX uses exactly the same chemistry as solvent extraction, but the way that liquids interface to achieve the transfer of the dissolved metals from the acid phase into an organic phase, which is then stripped to capture that uh, rare earth oxide, RapidSX allows something like a 90% reduction in that staging, and that creates a huge capital cost saving, as well as some operating cost efficiencies. So that's, that's the proposition. And, um, and really importantly, for somebody looking now at a third choice for how they establish and capture that extra value in their rare earths project, it is cost competitive with current modern Chinese production. And the reason I keep talking about China is simply China dominates this industry. Which is uh, a concern to the Western world, given the strategic uh, nature of the metals. Look, it's, it's certainly made the news. It means that many people walking down the street will actually know what rare earths are or will have heard of neodymium, praseodymium, etc. It's topical. It, it gets rare earths into conversations. It gets it onto investors' minds. And 
and that works for us because of its strategic importance in the variety of defence applications. I think there's something like 400 kilograms of rare earth magnets in some of the new generation jet fighters being built in the States. But we're realistic. Whilst it's strategic, the volumes of that material aren't that significant. The significant volumes are actually tied up in the utilisation of rare earth permanent magnets in electric vehicles and in wind generation in particular. And that's got a very serious growth component to it. And that's that's the, that's the market that we want to enable to move or to be diversified away from just relying on Chinese source production. Okay, Mike, you mentioned earlier that uh, there'd been an announcement today covering uh, Rapid SX and a Toronto-listed company called Ucor Rare Metals. Uh, it involves a technical services agreement. Uh, can you explain a bit more about just what that means for uh, you guys going forward and the nature of the, uh, the services agreement? Sure. This is a really important industry endorsement of what we're doing in terms of investing in Rapid SX. It's, it's a major North American industry player, UCOR Rare Metals, getting involved, signing up to Rapid SX to get involved into an assessment program, ultimately with the objective of building a Rapid SX based rare earth separation plant in North America. UCOR is a company um, listed on the TSXB. They have a large rare earth project in Alaska. They have um, about $145 million of funding to develop that project earmarked from the Alaskan government. And they've been at this for something like 15 years. So this is a pretty experienced US-based player in the rare earths industry, supporting and endorsing our investment strategy to be in the midstream. That's, that's the significance of it. And mm. hopefully this will be the, the start of a series of these kind of uh, technical services agreements where a variety of emerging and perhaps existing producers are showing interest, signing up and getting involved in what we're doing. Mm. And how do you see those uh, TSAs evolving into uh, cash flow for Hexagon over time? The business model is really in, in two parts. The, the technical services agreements cover a, a, a series of test work programs which culminate in a, a client being able to put significant volumes of sample through the commercial demonstration plant that we're going to build uh, just out of Toronto at a place called Mississauga. And that's that's what we refer to as the commercial demonstration plant. And that generates the, the sort of the, the numbers in terms of financing and operating costs and capital costs that they need to be able to um, complete their feasibility studies. So that's the purpose of the demonstration plant. And it also generates sample for their customers. Now, the way that we uh, plan to commercialise it is that once we've completed the build-out of the plant, as I said, in early Q4 of this year, that plant should be financially self-sustaining. Now, the commercialisation is either going down a licensing route where those very significant savings in capital costs and significant important savings in operating costs, we would like to package that up and enter into a licensing type agreement where we share the benefit of those savings with the client. 
So the joint venture, which I referred to earlier, called American Innovation Metals, would receive a technical uh, licensing fee stream from a, hopefully a growing cohort of uh, rare earths producers. The second commercialization strategy is around potentially building our own separation plant where we can procure feedstocks and then be able to sell high purity rare earth oxides in our own rate. That's a very exciting opportunity, but it's it's not our, our main focus at the moment. Uh, we don't want to confuse our clients and we don't want to confuse our investors in terms of capital expenditure or potential conflicts. But it is an opportunity that, as appropriate, we will pursue. Hmm. Now, I take it the company has, has some sort of assessment about potential clients out there. Is there a depth of market there for the, uh, the strategy to proceed? That's, that's a great question. We believe there is. I mean, first of all, if you look at, let's just look at it in layers if we could. First of all, you look at the kind of demand that is um, out there to feed the e-mobility renewable energy system. I mean, Roskill are forecasting just for vehicles, something like a 17% a year uh, CAGR on increase in EVs. Each EV has got a couple of kilograms of uh, rare earth magnets in them. And then you put that together with um, wind power, you're talking about a massive increase in the demand for rare earths. There is a pipeline of projects that's ready to feed into that. And, uh, and these projects, if they want to capture that extra value that we spoke about earlier, they need to have a cost-efficient, competitive rare earth separation. We have, um, w- with IMC, there have been a series of confidentiality agreements signed, both with existing rare earth producers, as well as very advanced uh, project developers. So I can see a a growing cohort of people that will assess the rapid sex approach to rare earth separation, utilize the commercial demonstration plant, and then go on to adopt um, rapid SX technology as part of their operation. Now, given the potential for uh, substantial reductions in footprint and capital cost, and then we talk about technology. Uh, you touched on it earlier, but just to confirm, we're not talking, this is not some whiz-bang new technology. This is built on established solvent extraction process, but configured in a different way, essentially, is it? Absolutely. Um, remember I said in my opening comments, I confess that I actually spent some time on the dark side as a banker. Bankers hate new technology. And so here <laughs> I am signing signing up to RapidSX. And the reason is because, one, The chemistry is the chemistry of solvent extraction, this time-proven process of extracting metals from dilute solutions. Mm. And this is not an R&D project for us. We're very much in the commercialization of that. Secondly, IMC developed RapidSX with the support of the United States government with about $2 million of funding through the Department of Defense. And so this process has been piloted. It's been piloted on several different feedstock types. And to me, that was kind of the final uh, confirmation that this is ready for commercialization. I think those two aspects um, really confirm or establish that this is a sensible, proven, low-risk technical option for producers and emerging producers to add significant value to their product offering to their customers.
Mm. And the demonstration plant, that was Q4 this year, was it? Yes, we plan to have it completed. I mean, that's that could be quite, but people may think that's a very fast timeline, but mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about putting it into a facility that where the original pilot plant was housed. So we don't have uh, permitting issues or anything like that. There's tremendous uh, technical support around that. Um, the lead time to build the specific uh, rapid SX uh, columns, SX columns, is, is quite short. Um, we're, and we're, we're starting on this process already, so uh, pretty confident we'll hit that timeline. Right. And talking about recent announcements, there was a, uh, a short one on uh, Halls Creek uh, Gold yes. project. So you, given the gold price, I guess uh, it's in the portfolio, so you might as well tickle it up a bit and see what comes of it. Absolutely. Look, mm. um, you know, it's I, I, I'm told, uh, tidy up your message, Mike, get it clearer. It's one of the reasons why I'm not really discussing our graphite business very much. I really mm-hmm. want to focus on the rare earths and make sure that people at least understand one um, business strategy really well. I think in the last six or nine months, I've been guilty of diluting the message. And, and I'm about to do it again by talking with you on Halls Creek. Mm. The, the reality is we have an asset. It's an exploration project around Halls Creek, 550-odd square kilometres of ground. It hasn't had any meaningful work for a really long period of time. So what choice do I, did I have last year? Let the ground go or actually spend money on it, do work and add value? And we took the latter option. And we got some really interesting um, geophysical results. We translated them to either support or identify new targets, prospective for both high-grade gold and VMS-based metal deposits. And uh, and we're just uh, finalising the compilation of all of that data and we're hopeful of attracting a good quality explorer to um, come into that project with us as a JV partner or possibly we could spin it out. We haven't made any clear decisions. But we've really added life to that project um, in an area that's really underdone in terms of exploration, but is getting increasing interest from quite a few companies. Mm, $2,300 gold price will do that, I guess. But having, <laughs> exactly. yes. having said that, uh, the overarching message, of course, is that uh, it's, it's about the rare earths, it's about the rare earth separation technology and uh, progress uh, signing up uh, UCOR and commercial demonstration plant by the end of the year. Absolutely. And look, one of the challenges is to, I guess, uh, in a quantitative way, be able to uh, share with people how this commercialises or becomes a business case. It's it's difficult to do that at the present, um, but we are trying to give people a sense of the scale of the offerings or the advantages that we're offering our clients. And we have a series of milestones in terms of uh, front-end engineering and design, uh, patent applications, which people will be able to tick us off on as we go through the next couple of months. Mm, Exciting stuff. And uh, I hope you've got at least part of the message through there that it's a space to watch Rare Earths itself and Hexagon's involvement in that industry. So thanks for your time today, Mike, and good luck with it all. Well, thank you for the interest and the opportunity to hopefully get that message across. Thanks, Barry. Good on you, Mike. Bye.